Hi, I'm Coco. Hi, I'm Hannah. And we, and we are, are the Social Girls. Or maybe not. Welcome back to the Social Girls podcast. Today we've got two very special guests. They're what I would call true entrepreneurs dabbling in more than one business all at once. So hello, guys. Hello. Hello, guys. Good. Thanks. Thanks for having us on here. That's all right. Now, I know both of you, um, just to start off, were just in isolation. So how was, how was that experience? Honestly, it's nothing new. The last two years while COVID's been going on, we've had three or four different rounds of isolation because we had to travel. Yeah. I'd say this one was actually the most enjoyable. It was the longest. It was 17 days, mm-hmm. but we actually got to stay at home. Yeah. So, well, it was the yeah. longest in Australia. The yeah. nine months in Canada was was fun. Oh yeah, that wasn't great. But yeah. So last episode we spoke about business partners and working with colleagues and all of that. And working so, together. And working together. So to jump straight into it, I guess just I mean, we both know a little bit about you guys, but just yeah, tell everyone how you met, how you're both sort of, I guess, business partners in a sense now and what all of that means. Yeah, so we met almost five years ago now went through a mutual friend in Canada. Yeah, uh, Alex was over on a working holiday and I wasn't doing a whole lot with myself. So after meeting Alex and catching up with my friend, moved out to Whistler and we've been living together ever since. Um, we both have always wanted to start businesses. I think I've always had a drive to work for myself and I know Alex sort of has as well. And so that was always something that we talked about doing, but the opportunity struck when we were stuck over in Canada for nine months and not doing a whole lot, the entire country was in lockdown. So we're like, what can we do with ourselves to make a few dollars and what are we both passionate about? So that was where our small business health, honestly, which is a health and wellness sort of community and supplement business. Um, That's where that one got started. Yeah. So when we were stuck in Canada, Tar had actually been taking medicinal mushroom powder for like the last three years. And I thought it was this hokey, (laughs) realistic little mushroom blend, but I didn't really see the benefits of it until one day I ran out of coffee and Tar kind of twisted my arm into trying her little mushroom coffee blend and yeah lo and behold it was honestly great like it didn't taste like mushroom like I thought it would um and I think at the time I was having I hate to admit this but a good three coffees a day (laughs) Uh, but yeah I had I had this mushroom coffee in the morning and when I got home spoke to Tara she asked me like how many coffees I had today like oh just the one funnily enough and that's when she went on and explained like some of the benefits of mushroom coffee is that it kind of extends your energy levels or stabilizes. And so a lot of people that do drink it don't end up having, uh, you know, another coffee at, at that afternoon crash. Um, so that's when I kind of like, I guess had my eyes open to the world of mushroom powder. Yeah. Um, and yeah. So when we're stuck in Canada, uh I reckon we'd both been taking mushroom powder for almost a year so we're like well bugger it we're stuck in ISA what better time to kind of 
start something oh, new. Business? Why and not? That's a, that's fairly niche um, <laughs> than right now. So yeah, it was honestly a huge success. I remember our first weekend um, when we launched, we sold out uh, of I think we batched up like fifty packs, mm. and yeah, we sold yeah. out in two days. And right. yeah, I wasn't expecting it. That's for sure. I've never heard of it before. You guys sort of started doing it because I. As you followed um, our social show Instagram, I went and had a look at what health honestly was. Yeah. And I was like, the only mushroom powder I've ever heard of is like, you know, magic mushrooms in the Yeah. yeah. And that's <laughs> always. God, I hope that's <laughs> We get asked that so many times. Like, are these magic mushrooms? We're like, we wish, but no, the, they are pretty magical in their own right. But unfortunately, yeah. they're not the psychedelic kind. Um, but yeah, our little mushroom venture was just something we'd both been wanting to start businesses for so long. We kind of just jumped headfirst into that and jumping headfirst into a supplement business isn't something I'd recommend for those, the faint of heart, because there's a lot of, um, paperwork you have to do a lot of hoops you have to jump through, um, in terms of getting, qualified and certified and all of that kind of stuff but it's one that's still ongoing and it's pretty near and dear to our heart but what it really did for both of us was just give us the confidence to try something new try starting a business and just get going so when we got back to Australia we carried that along with us but then I had this idea for cork and candle the candle making business, which you guys have um, teamed up with us for on multiple occasions now. Um, and yeah, so Cork and Candle was sort of a little idea I'd had for a while. And yeah, I think it all came to light at like a family dinner. Yeah. Yeah. So Alex's cousin, Michaela, is a teacher and she's our business partner in Cork and Candle. And she was sort of talking about wanting to do something creative. And I said, well, what about workshops? And she had the idea of clay, but clay workshops were sort of uh, a lot of them were happening at the time and they were a massive market for it. Um, but I said, let's maybe try something different. Let's do candles. And she loved the idea. She had made quite a few candles for herself before. I knew nothing about candles, but I know heaps about essential oils and sort of aromatherapy kind of things. I'm like, let's put our knowledge together and make a fun workshop a little evening or an afternoon of drinking some wine and making candles what could I go wrong that. we're coming to your next one we i'm are. excited <laughs> we're wanting to go but i can never it never works with my schedule so when i saw the one coming up i was like we are there i know i cannot wait to have you guys there <laughs> it's gonna be a good one too yay so like what sort of challenges have you had to to overcome like what would you say behind the scenes have been the biggest obstacles that you've you've had to work I through think, I think when we were starting off it was getting taken seriously mm. so particularly with health honestly our finding a supplier was really really tricky and trying to find one that had good quality product that would actually respond to you that sold in the batches that you could afford was incredibly difficult and the supplier that we ended up landing on this was a learning experience for both of us. We just didn't have the confidence to be like, well, no, we're buying your product. We're doing you like we're your customer. Um, it, it sort of felt like we had to grovel for the product. We ended up getting a really good quality product, but our experience was horrible. 
Yeah. He was uh, incredibly patronizing. We won't, we won't name and shame the company. Uh, <laughs> no. But yeah, we'll call him Pat. Yeah. And yeah, Pat. <laughs> I like that. Pat, Pat was an interesting human. He was very patronizing and. He asked at one point if we could even afford the product and we still, silly enough, went forward with it. I think out of spite at that point, we're like, yeah, of course we can. We'll buy all of your product. It was really well, good quality. Because, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it was really good quality. So that's what ended up. We just sort of sucked it up and went with it. But now we're back in Australia. We have an Australian supplier who we have an awesome relationship with. So lovely. And his name is Leo and that's his real name. And he, you know, sends us wine for Christmas and we've got an awesome working relationship there. So I think some of the obstacles is, I guess, just in the beginning, like having the confidence to be like to with us as a small business and to be taken seriously. Um, even with Cork and Candle, when we were reaching out to hold our workshop at certain cafes, a lot of the cafes weren't interested because we had we had no following. We had no proof of success and one of the cafes again no naming and shaming but actually ended up stealing our idea and having their own really yeah and having which is you know what that's fine I love (laughs) oh my god I love that workshops are all over the place and that people are getting creative but it was definitely one of those things where they turned on and said no we don't do that and then next month launched (laughs) a series of their own Oh so learning experiences as you go, right? It's it's yeah. setbacks, but you learn from them and you just push forward. Yeah. yeah. And a small shameless plug is the cafe that we do it at is Loxley. And the owner there, Robbie, is one of the best people we've ever worked with. Like yeah, he, hands down. And all the staff there. So lovely. Yeah. So we ended up, it was for the best. We ended up at the place we do and we're pretty loyal to them. We do most of our all of our workshops there and yeah they've treated us with nothing but kindness and they are one of our biggest supporters yeah so with health honestly you said it um it went really well with your launch and you sold your 50 packets how's it going since being in australia it was tricky to bring over to australia the australian government has a lot of different (laughs) regulations when it comes to canada yeah so in canada also the mushroom blend that we use is a mixture of five different mushrooms and in canada all of them have been trialed and tested and approved by the government and are even up on the government health website like they're just boasting about all the benefits right Mm -hmm. um so that was great for, for our launch in canada especially like being able to link the two coming back to australia um is a little bit different unfortunately the government doesn't quite assist yeah um, so the process in australia is if you want to get sort of a therapeutic good certified the government doesn't just go out and test things and publish those studies you have to actually sponsor something to get tested so three of our mushrooms have been have gone through that process but two haven't and each thing to sponsor and get trial and tested is approximately thirty thousand dollars wow yeah so yeah so when we came back over to australia we basically had to pivot a little bit and market it as a food item while we wait to either be able to sponsor that or for one of the bigger companies to sponsor it and we can ride their um yeah so on that note like the difference between a therapeutic good and a food item um a therapeutic good you can sit there and you can say yeah, this is going to, you know, have loads of antioxidants in it. It's going to increase your energy levels. Like 
really boast about the true scientific benefits of it. But a food item, like, obviously is deemed safe. We can say it contains protein and fiber and, yeah. yeah. You'd market it as you would, like, you know, oregano. Like, yeah, it's a spice. (laughs) Yeah. Or a herb, sorry. Yeah. Uh, And then that's that's as far as you can kind of dwell on it. So it's still health. Honestly, we still actually have a fairly decent Canadian market. Like every month we'll have orders coming through um, in Canada and we still do have our product over there. Um, In Australia, our launch honestly has come at a time where we were so focused with our other businesses that it's, it's going well and we're having consistent orders, but we definitely haven't focused on it as much over here as we would have liked. I think honestly, because I'd like to, focus on cork and candle and the growth of that, which is something that's really taking off and taking a lot of energy. Um, health honestly is something that we really want to put some money into this year um, and really focus our energies on, I guess, marketing that and bringing in some other, I guess, less niche um, products just to take some of the, I think, I don't want to say the fear away from mushrooms, but a lot of people are not so sure about them. They're like, it's a yeah, they're definitely more standoffish when it comes to mushrooms versus a chai latte powder. Yeah. Like yeah. entering the Australian market with a product like mushroom powder has proven to be a little bit difficult. Yeah. Um, yeah. There needs to be big marketing behind it to sort of explain it's not magic mushroom vibes. <laughs> it's therapeutic, all natural you're not going to go loopy. Like it needs to be a lot of communication surrounding it. I think particularly in SA, it's definitely a bit more of a conservative state where they're not like super willing to try all the wacky things. I mean, I think if we launched in Byron Bay, this would have sold out in the first weekend again. I don't know why in Barrie, but um, back in Canada. But yeah. Well, it's a different uh, like mind shift over there, I guess. Like here in Australia, like holistic remedies. No, like... (laughs) marijuana no but over in Canada it's like legal right and so I feel like everyone's a little bit more in tune with trying those kinds of things not that I want to pair marijuana (laughs) mushrooms and marijuana but like yeah it was definitely easier to I feel like get the oldies over there excited about mushrooms yeah um we actually got a really big older demographic which was sort of a surprise to us because we've got like the young people who are sort of like health focused and kind of curious about holistic remedies and then my mom bless her started talking about it to all her friends and next minute we're getting you know the 65 plus group of women messaging us saying that their leg cramps are gone and their blood pressure is going down and they're not having to take certain medicines and this isn't something that we market as any benefits because I don't think that's responsible marketing and it's just not something that we were really focused on. And then we're coming back and getting all these really, really cool reviews and testimonials that we're like, this makes it sound even more unbelievable, but I'm really glad. Like those are our loyal customers now. Like we've got, you know, every three months people ordering like three months supplies just because they help with their leg cramps at night. So what are the, the benefits sort of including the stuff that you can't say because of the because of the Australian government what would you say in Canada what's the be all and end all of this product pretend we're in Canada right now in Canada so I think one of the biggest ones which is again it sounds very fruity but mushrooms have a component called adaptogens in them or they contain adaptogens so adaptogens 
have been studied to help regulate hormone and stress levels in your body. So, um, the hormone cortisol is one of the biggest indicators of stress in your body. Or so when you've got high cortisol levels, it's likely that your stress is high. So adaptogens actually come into your system and help to bring those levels back to a relatively normal state. So the example Alex gave earlier about coffee was when you have a coffee and you sort of get the jitters or you get that spike and then you have a crash usually around 2 PM for most people, but it could come sooner. It could come later. What the mushrooms added into that coffee would do is actually just give you regulated energy levels all day. It's not going to negate your coffee. Like you're still going to get your little kick from your coffee, but it's not going to be that massive spike. We actually got a really cool graphic on our website that shows sort of like hormone levels with adaptogens and then without adaptogens. And it shows the spikes and dips. Um, So that's one of the biggest, really cool things, but there's some incredible studies. And if anyone hasn't watched um, fantastic Fungi. fungi on netflix i highly recommend watching that um there's a lot of studies about lion's mane um with basically it helps your brain yeah so that's not been, that's not what i want to say there are scientific studies to, to show that lion's mane has properties that can actually regrow nerve endings in the brain um which ultimately is going to increase things like cognition memory um, yeah, there's some really cool studies going around with lion's mane and how it impacts the brain and how it can actually protect, um, and reinforce the connections in your brain at honestly, the mushrooms that we have, we picked specifically for their potent properties and the fact that you don't actually need to have a lot of them to see those benefits. So one thing with our blend is that it's just mushrooms. There's no fillers. There's no additives. It's not blended with coffee. It's not blended with chocolate. You get to choose how you want to mix it. Yeah, actually, which is a big part of, again, why we launched Health Honestly. So when we were stuck in quarantine in in Canada, um, I remember just getting stuck into doing some research on like whatever the local mushroom blends were there. And I noticed that the, um, the percentage of mushroom that you're getting in these blends was very, very small. So I kind of nerded out and started reading scientific papers on these reports that the Canadian government had released on the medicinal mushrooms. Um, and they kind of gave like rough guidelines on the appropriate amount to be taking to receive maximum amount of benefits. The dosages. Yeah, yeah the dosages. But uh, what people were offering, other, other, I guess you call them competitors now, we're offering was just not enough to be receiving those yeah, benefits. You, you get like 0.002 gram milligrams or something. It was very, very small yeah. amounts of mushrooms but that you'd end up getting. You were, you were still paying that premium. Um, so yeah, they, they were just, yeah, kind of being very, I guess, deceitful in the market and, and to their consumers. Um, and so, yeah, again, that's, that's, I guess, why we started another reason why we started health honestly is because we just want to be completely transparent in who we are and what we offer people. Um, and yeah, I guess that's a bonus because we have customer reviews of people, you know, receiving all these amazing benefits. So it's yeah. been equally heartwarming and, and eye-opening for us. Yeah. 
So that's the benefits Canadian version. Yeah. Canadian <laughs> and the dosages. Love it. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, honestly, it's it's been super frustrating. Um, I guess trying to bring it over here and having to jump through more hoops and then having to almost take that step back and be like, all right, it's a food product. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So that's been, I think, one of our biggest setbacks with health, honestly, is we can't push forward with all of the benefits that we're used to sort of promoting and using to market it. And there are a lot of businesses in Australia that have kind of just yeehawed it and they're out there, they're making these claims and then they've just put a disclaimer on saying this is not supported by TGA or the Therapeutic Goods Australia regulations, any of that, um, which you could technically do. But if you're caught for that, or if someone has any ill effects from it, then you're kind of putting yourself in a really vulnerable position. So we've taken the safe route and just gone, this is a food product and we're going to wait it out until we can get the appropriate certifications that we want for all of our mushrooms. Cause we're not willing to take any of them out of our blend. Yeah. yeah. So are they, so we call them candle and with health, honestly, are these your full-time gigs? No. So Alex and I both work, we're lucky. We work for a, I guess a government body um, called Parks and Leisure Australia, but both of us work um, permanent part-time. So we're both on salaries and that sort of supplements our income from our other businesses. And on top of that, we're both contractors for other companies um, and offer our services for them. (laughs) Started her own, I guess, digital Marketing digital asset? No, digital media agency. Digital media agency. That's what we're calling it because it's a bit of a catch-all for low-level web building and design and low-level graphic design. It's just, I'm not, you know, one of the multi-million dollar digital media agencies, but I'm just sort of, if you have a smaller budget and you want a website or if you want some digital assets that you don't know how to do, you can come to me. And I've gotten a few contracts um, just from businesses that just need small things, but they don't know how to do it themselves and they don't have a massive budget. So I'll come in and do that um, for them. So that's keeping me busy as well. Yeah. And, and then Alex is doing business development in the crypto and blockchain world. Yeah. So I work well. for a cryptocurrency called Fluidity, which is a coin that's starting to get a lot of traction here globally, which is pretty exciting. So I run the biz dev team for them. Um, And then also whenever I can find extra spare time, uh, my brother and I started a company called Flawless Studios, which are like blockchain specialists. Um, And we've managed to land ourselves some pretty nice contracts uh, just in the last week, which is just, yeah, it all feels like a bit of a dream. I don't know where we kind of find the time to to do all this. Um, That's an awesome. literally next question. How do you <laughs> how do you do that? I mean, I'm a busy person. I love being busy, but like I think businesses are a whole different thing. Like having lots of work stuff going on. How do you function? <laughs> I think I, th- I think for us, we're both really lucky that our three day a week job pays ninety percent of our bills. Yeah. Um, in terms of our schedules we don't have heaps of spare time to do a lot of 
social things yeah, and I think our sacrifices yeah well. I think a lot of our friends in the last year have been like where are Tara and Alex because we've been so busy trying to get these all going but yeah, we've been out buying cats apparently and we've also just <laughs> cats because we have no friends um <laughs> no but it's it's time management is something I guess both of us have learned a lot this year and we're still learning as we go like sometimes you know health honestly we won't look at for a week and we'll just have a few orders come in we'll just do the bare minimum there so us learning time management is just part of this process but I think with starting these businesses we've just learned to say yes to things that get you excited Mm -hmm. because you never know where it's going to lead uh, both of our businesses, our main ones, Health Honestly and Cork and Candle are really, really awesome projects. So we're both having a lot of fun with, mm-hmm. and all of the other side jobs that we're doing are just really, really cool opportunities. Um, but the one business uh, Alex is working for and myself, um, we just got a job with the Ellen John AIDS foundation doing, um, NFTs for them. So that's a really cool opportunity. We both got wow. excited about it. Yeah. We say, yes. Whatever the sacrifice, we'll say yes to that. Elton John's yeah. room, <laughs> cool dude. So yeah, it's very fun. I, yeah, very. Yeah, so hopefully that that turns out all right. But yeah. I don't know. It's just time management, having no life, and and saying <laughs> yes to things that make you excited because you never know which one's gonna take off. That's that's a very good point. I think having that mindset is really good. And also I feel like you guys as well like, aren't really afraid if things go wrong or if there is, you know, a failure in a sense as well. Like I think that's a very good mindset to have. Otherwise yeah. it becomes really negative and, you know. I think with failures in businesses, especially small businesses and startups, like you're going to have moments that feel like failures. You're going to have setbacks and you're going to have fuck ups. And I think just Alex and I both take those moments and we learn from them. There hasn't like, we're both lucky. There hasn't been anything major, major, but mm. I mean, constantly along the way, we wish we did things differently or we wish we could have done something better or we forgot something or we didn't yeah. have enough of something. And but I feel like that's also just the human thing to it's do. Just, people just not uh, constantly yeah. doing that anyway. Like. And I think <laughs> both of us working in the government organization, we work with people in CEO positions and really high positions. And we kind of realized that actually no one knows what the fuck they're doing at any given point. That's <laughs> <laughs> actually the biggest lesson I learned from being in a position similar to you guys. I worked government to uni and was always in those boardrooms. Mm all the CEOs and the meetings and everyone's just learning everyone's just doing the best I honestly, yeah. I said that to my friend uh, uh dancing the other night I was just like if I've learned anything so far it's that no one actually knows anything like no one really knows like what they do everyone's just kind of winging it just making it work <laughs> and winging it it's quite funny yeah. And I think the sooner that people realize that, the less scared they'll be to just break out and do their own thing or to say no to something that they don't want to do. I think a big issue we have right now is people just thinking that they have to say yes to every opportunity that comes their way. Mm -hmm. But if it doesn't get you excited, if it doesn't serve you any purpose, you can say no. Like you can easily say no. And whether that's in your job or whether that's, you know something to do with your friends like you can just say no we're all just learning we really are yes (laughs) on that what would be a 
fuck up of the week that you wanted to put out into the world so we can all learn together? Yeah, what's your major mess up this week? Is there anything? I know this week has been a pretty slow week but I'm trying to think of if we have anything that we can sort of yeah I mean like I'm no I'm perfect oh boy it's perfect (laughs) I think okay so if (laughs) but I think if we're talking fuck ups broadly I think I just really want to reiterate it's okay to fuck up um you might not necessarily have those massive fuck ups But I mean, little things like us forgetting to post on our socials when it's literally a free tool for marketing our businesses and we still forget to do it or we don't put something that we love. Like those are constant fuck ups that we're learning as we go. But it's it's not anything that's like going to make or break the business. And I think I was speaking with my friend who's she's starting up a podcast as well. And she wanted to launch her website and she was really concerned. And she said, you know what? It's not perfect, but I just want it out there. Yeah. And I think that's a really big lesson to take when you're a startup business or when you're doing your own thing or an entrepreneur is it doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah. Just do something. And so with buckups, we're lucky we don't have any major ones. I mean, one time we did forget to bring wine to a cork and candle event, <laughs> but Dan Murphy's was right around the corner. So that was fine. But I mean, like little things along the way, but you kind of just have to laugh at them and yeah. <laughs> keep going. Yeah. And it's it's those kind of little glimmers of, you know, yeah, I did mess up and just being transparent, I guess, back to the little community that you've uh, created. The human element of a business yeah, is massive. Especially and- for a small business. People like to see that like, you are human yeah and I think particularly in today's market like imperfection speaks to people more than seeing a perfectly curated um business online I think that seeing the human aspect the personalities behind the business is what inspires people particularly in local businesses to to stay local to shop local yeah you know not everything has to be photoshopped yeah yes I agree we're having our moment small businesses where people are away from the (laughs) the big companies and looking into these little quirky businesses. And thankfully we're two quirky businesses that people are starting to look at. So what's keeping you guys social this week? I know you guys aren't that social. Yeah. You just have the cats and (laughs) maybe that's your social thing this week, buying a cat. (laughs) What's your outlet? Oh, what's our outlet? Um, I guess just making the most of the short, spaces of time that you do have available so like if you've got you know a 30 minute block in the morning on a Saturday morning like go see that friend that you haven't seen in the last three months like check in with them Mm. make sure they're all right let them check in with you and make sure that you're all right (laughs) um I've actually got a coffee date on Saturday morning with my absolute best friend and I love these so much because we both sit there for it's honestly like a five-hour coffee date and we do this once a month but we just everything just solve all of the problems of the world, all of our own problems. And just like, it feels like I'm 50 pounds lighter at the end of it yeah. because you just sort of have that moment to dump. I think that's yeah. my outlet. It's always just, it's seeing this one particular person and we always just, we can vent to each other. You can say anything like I have Alex, but we are partners in business, business in and life. in life. And we're in literally, 
yeah, we're around each other, you know, 25 seven, like any, any minute we're together. And that's great. And I'm really glad I've got a best friend in him that is perfect. But we also have learned the importance of having our independence and having our own moments of uh, seeing our own friends and doing that too. That's something that we're still learning, but I think it's definitely our outlets, our social bits. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, funnily enough, I'm doing the exact same thing at the exact same time that Tar's going to go. Yeah. Okay. So, His other friend. Yeah. <laughs> the wife going on. I feel like we live parallel lives. Like. <laughs> I just, I think the only thing I wanted to add was a particular thank you to you guys. You guys are doing awesome. I know you're sort of a relatively new business at this point, but between your podcast and your social business and including other small businesses and people in your launches and always shouting us out like you guys have been huge and bringing an audience that we wouldn't have otherwise had to our business so base a big thank you to you guys and for everything that you do and for constantly teaming up with us and getting our business name out there so that's all I wanted to add but even just like being able to see your work ethic and like we know you guys like you're (laughs) very similar to us like we know that like it's cool to see people in our friend group that are out there killing it and that are much better at posting on socials than we are but it kind of like I'll see a post from you guys and be like Ty we got a post today like come on yeah you guys have been a big inspiration and motivation for us in a lot of ways too and it's been awesome to see you guys grow and and yeah kill it in what you're doing yeah but I just wanted to say to anyone out there that's kind of looking to start their own business just to you'll find that it's the people closest to you that will kind of throw hurdles at you and say like oh that's a stupid idea it's not going to work um and you know you just got to kind of block those people out and just go for it yeah if you believe in something (laughs) listen to your gut because we've had so many people tell us that's not going to work I don't believe in that and the people that we thought would support us have been the ones who haven't shown up at all. So I think you'll be surprised if if there are any people out there that want to start their own businesses. You'll be surprised that it's often those closest to you that'll be your toughest critics, Yeah, which is use that as a point of motivation, not as a roadblock. Yeah, prove them wrong. Yeah, I was going to say too, I just remember it reminded me of when one of the times you guys were over at my house for dinner and I remember Tara, we were sitting out the back and we were just like, talking about you know how what I'm studying and you know you were talking about health honestly and like it's weird that we're now sitting here doing a podcast and I know, we, I know. <laughs> and you've got your business I and know. I've got my business and <laughs> if I spoken to us then I would have never have thought that we would just like jump to this point um I know. and and be here which is cool I'm so proud of us <laughs> oh, so proud of us <laughs> Thank you so much, Tara and Alex, for joining us. We've had so much fun chatting with you both today. Thanks for joining the Social Girl Podcast. You can follow Cork and Candle at Instagram at cork.candle and Health Honestly at Health Honestly on Instagram and Facebook as well. We also have a fun networking collaboration coming up with these guys on March the 24th. Um, we're going to be doing a candle networking event. Yes, very exciting. So if you want to come along and meet all of us then and learn more about what we do and also network with local businesses, that is the time and place to do so. All the info is on our website, www.socialshow.com.au. And finally, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Social Girls Podcast and let us know what you want to hear next. Bye for now.